Hello, welcome to Fresh Air with Terry Gross. I'm your host, Terry Gross. <laughs> uh, I'm a man now. I can do that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it is America. It is America. Hey, I mean, why not? What are you doing? It's 2019. Is there a problem? Yep. Sitting across from me is Amy Schumer. She's a man now. Hi. What are you gonna do about Women it? Women are funny. Deal with it. <laughs> Welcome to Oh Dear. Oh Dear. We started off with one. (laughs) Yeah. Never done that before. All right. That was awesome. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the show, guys. Um, uh, Brett's not here again. No, he's an absentee dad. Yeah, he's he's at a concert. What concert is it? I don't know. I was going to ask, but I was like, it's some lame (laughs) band. I know he did mention it, and I think I've heard the name, but I was just like, yeah. Every band name he sounds, it's like like beige Philip. Johnson, yeah. something like some weird name. I'm like, how is it a band? Like, uh, it used to be like Scorpion. <laughs> yeah, Scorpion. The band is Hot Chip. Hot Chip. Hot Chip. Ugh. <laughs> we got to play some Hot Chip today. Ugh. It's such a bad name. It's such a bad name. <laughs> it's all right. It's such a bad name. Hot Chip. Yeah, it's just uh. like, what is Like, I wouldn't eat that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Be, do better. I hate that, but do better. Yeah, I don't know. Brett's got a very eclectic taste in music. It's all very indie, though. It's really bad. You think so? Yeah, I don't like it. And I tried, but I just don't <laughs> like it. I don't like music that doesn't have a chorus in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a long-ass fucking sonnet or something. It's like it makes no sense. And then, like, they're, they're, they, the noise that permeates from the mu- music sounds like it's a computer. Mm-hmm. And then you see them on stage, and it's like 61 people all holding yeah. really whimsical <laughs> instruments. I'm like, you're not all playing those. <laughs> Really? There's one dude who plays like two <laughs> seconds of a recorder in yeah. one song. Yeah. But he still needs to be there. I'm like, come on. Like that thing. I'm yeah. like, you don't need that, dude. Like, yeah. And like the noise, that it's not some complex noise where it's like a symphony where you're like, oh, I can hear all the pieces coming together. Yeah. It's just this vague, sad monotone noise that all of those bands produce there's no like heavy part <laughs> what's what is actually really funny when you listen to like when you're in there doing a long road trip with brett or jordan and they're playing this music they'll be like yeah this is the, and you'll see them like getting pumped up but then yeah. the music doesn't match i'm like what are you what are you getting pumped up for there's nothing energetic about this yeah it has no energy it's like uh they're getting pumped but it's all like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> i just don't it's it's all like white suburbs kids too. It's all like yeah. It's just sad suburbs white kids. Hipster music. kids. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about this on the right here. It's all like hipster kids that are from like Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. But just because you, just because you live in Brooklyn doesn't mean you're still not from Milwaukee. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like you're still Milwaukee, and we're gonna get into it a little more probably later in this podcast. But I'm yeah. really getting sick and tired of these friggin' Midwestern values, Brooklynites. It, yeah, prudes. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, they are prudes. It's it's really interesting. Um, should do we? Do you have anything to plug before we start? Just go to christianduranComedy.com See Duran Duran on Instagram. See wait, Christian Duran Duran on Instagram. See Duran Duran on Twitter. Sorry. And uh, just follow me on Instagram, Nick Whitmer. You'll see me. Um, doesn't really matter. From here, we're gonna play some music. I think some hot chips. Some hot shit, dude. <laughs> hot chips, baby. <laughs> The 17-year-old kid who made this in his bedroom to sell it on whatever website we bought it from 
is way more talented than any of those hot chips fans. And this was like one he made in two hours. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, this is not even my best one. Yeah, and it all it still has more energy and like more fucking like oomph to it than this sad white music, white yeah. boy music. Welcome to the show, guys. Oh dear. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, we got a good one. We're going to talk about music right now. We've done, we've done a few, we've done a little bit about music. We've talked about the Rolling Stones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think let's get into it. About them. I, um, this is, this all started when, uh, everybody says Arcade Fire is like the best band ever. And I just, I, they don't have, in my opinion, an iconic song or an iconic oh, album. Um, they definitely do. Like, name a hit. <laughs> um, a, a hit wake that up. someone would recognize by the chorus. Wake up. What's the chorus? You you have heard this song. Have I? You have. Can you pull it up? Can you play it? Um, Are we allowed to play shit? I don't know. We'll um, find out <laughs> when we get sued. Arcade Fire made one of the best albums of last decade, mm-hmm. I think. I think it came out in 2004. It's called Funeral. I will give them that. It is a great, great, great album. Everything after that had been a little bit like, dude, they're a little bit overhyped. Okay. What's the name of the song? Uh, Wake Up. All this right. song started all the chant singing, all the chant choruses you hear in modern music now, where ever like Mumford and Sons, everybody go, oh, oh, oh. This is the fucking song that started all this shit. Ugh, so they started a trend I don't like. That's not a good start. <laughs> I wonder if you've heard this. You might not have. I don't recognize it yet. You might recognize this part. I don't know. I don't know. You might not. You might have heard it in a commercial or something. Yeah, I've heard it in a commercial. <laughs> yeah, so like Samsung is like, bro, I co-sign. This is great. Yeah, yeah this is like and Samsung every, like, commercial music. Indie darling like movie that came yeah. out. Yeah. Every yeah. Do they even have words in this song? That yeah. wasn't even words. It was like, uh. Yeah, the, that was the chant chorus. But I, I was hate. I was like, this band sucks. And I went to like a YouTube video to watch them play live on like SNL, and there's like twelve members in the band. I'm yeah. like, how? Yeah. How do you have that many people? It's like an improv troupe. They need <laughs> like you don't need all these people, and they're all doing like. And they, I swear to God, they purposely have the most uh, whimsical instruments. They purposely find a fucking weird instrument to yeah. be playing, and it's like you could have just not you had that in the song, and it doesn't add anything to it. You're just trying to look cool. They are Canadian. I do believe i think they need them i think they for their sound need all those dumb instruments i think every band that came after them and started doing the whimsical instrument things does not like everybody has a theremin afterwards and then everybody has like a fucking piccolo for Mm -hmm. no reason yeah every indian indie indie band yeah almost that indian band (laughs) yeah uh yeah but they uh they were big I mean, they still are. They're like a top no, they're huge. pitchfork band, yeah. But every, like, I, I've seen them like host us or be the musical guest on SNL, and I'm yeah. just like, I just, I literally like, it's to the point where like, I see the appeal of bad music. Yeah. Like, I understand like when a song is really catchy, and I'm like, I get why people like it, and yeah. I just it doesn't strike me as like that song that we just played. Maybe 
mm-hmm. can see why someone could enjoy that. But the songs that I've heard from them, and I haven't heard that song before. I didn't, well, I heard I have. I just didn't know it was theirs. Yeah. Like, I just don't see how anybody could really enjoy it. And it's not even like the lyrics are so deep. It's like, it's one, one thing. Like, you ever listen to a song from the 70s? Like, you ever listen to, like, uh, <laughs> what's that Led Zeppelin song where it's basically like Lord of the Rings in a song? I'm like, <laughs> I hate these that. fucking poets or something. They're like, no, no it's fucking good, dude. It's fucking lame. Listen, listen. I swear to God, I hate all those Middle Earth songs they do. They're so fucking stupid. I don't think so. Like, they watch one Ralph Bakshi, like, Lord of the Rings movie, and then they're like, the mystics at Mordor. Shut up. Dude, that's way better than the shit that they have now. No. The shit they have now, it's like, I was listening to a song. I'm trying, what was the song? I was like, dude. dude. if somebody now made a song about Star Wars, you'd fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah, but that's basically but what that's they did. different, though, because this came out in the 70s. There was no, like, mega franchise surrounding it. There was a book. Yeah. So you had to read the book to maybe know what they were talking about. That's a little more obscure. Uh, but there was another song I was listening to. Uh, it was a... Was it a Springsteen song? It was some song from the 70s. It was one of those iconic 70s bands. And I was like, the, this, these song lyrics are so deep. And I, I can't remember <laughs> a band. And those are, that was popular music. It wasn't like, yeah. that wasn't like the fucking obscure shit back in the day. That shit right. was popular as fuck. And like the the lyrics were much deeper. Now the lyrics are just trash on every song. It's like, they're not saying anything. Something happened in the 70s and like the late 70s, I think, where like popular art or whatever became... Like, popular art was, like, sort of artistically, you know, viable. Yeah. yeah. And then, like... The 80s came. Yeah. Like, everything became commercial. Weird. Yeah. But it happened in, like, movies, too. Because, like, uh, Rocky was, like, such a big hit because it was a happy ending. And, like, movies just didn't have happy endings in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, they're all, like, the... the Taxi driver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, the hero got shot at the end for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Just because, like, fuck you, America. Um... Oh, yeah, I saw the fucking movie Rocket Man. Like, oh, yeah. You, listening to some of those Elton John songs. Right. Uh, like, you're like, he wrote this. Well, his friend wrote it. They were like a team or whatever. He wrote, yeah. his friend wrote the lyrics. He performed the piano. Like, literally, uh, fucking just awesome, like, lyrics. And you're like, listen to it. You're like, this is deep. This means something. Yeah. And I couldn't, like, Ed Sheeran. Like Ed Sheeran is CVS music. It's like right. on in the background at Dwayne Reed, and like that's what it should be because it sucks. I don't know. You could say Elton John's fucking lame, if you wanted to. And you can make the argument. You can make I the mean, argument. It's as poppy and un. Well, I mean, about he anything. has examples of it because he did music for like forty years. But yeah. some of those early songs were like actually like pretty deep. Yeah. Some of those mid songs, I should say. He started doing the kind of rockabilly stuff, which is fine. Yeah, but I'm talking about like. It's a little bit funny. It's just a good song. What but if it? you listen, if you really like, read the lyrics, Ed that, you're Sheeran. Like, oh shit! Yeah. yeah, but if you read the lyrics, of Ed Ed Sheeran, I'm sure. Do it. If you <laughs> like, if you were, I don't know, if you fucking related to his shit, I don't know. When who you're just does. listening to like, how many derivative versions of "Are You're Beautiful Just the Way You Are" are there? I'm There's just, like 57 songs. Bruno Mars has a song like like everybody has a song where it's like, "Don't change, you're beautiful." I I'm just saying there's a. There's a person, almost a dummy. There's a person out there who thinks that's the most poetic thing ever, and yeah, well, their basis of poetry is different than. I mean, Billy other Joel people. is like a fucking pro from Long Island, and his shit yeah. comparatively <laughs> today is brilliant. <laughs> like yeah. the musically, like, even Piano Man, which is just a bunch of fucking haikus or whatever they're called, yeah, uh, limericks. I'm sorry, still like kind of evokes something that you're familiar with if you're from any of those areas that have like a pub culture or something. You know, like. I don't know. It, yeah, but a lot of that's just like fucking assholes singing Piano Man drunk. 
Well, of course, but like when you're listening to that song, he's telling a very specific story that's like identified as like the the human, uh, the American uh, human condition in a way of like we know yeah. we know he's singing that song and we know what he's talking about. But there's like indie bands that do that too, like the Decemberist. Although their songs are about like fucking 1850s shipyard people, <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah, like they'll they'll make these weird songs about that, but it's about like a maiden afar or something yeah. like that. It's kind of like I don't know. I'm just saying that it's all the same shit. Maybe I I I think like on average. I mean, it's it's also unfair because the th- stuff we know from the '70s is stuff that's stood the test of time. Yeah, like we yeah, don't they had we're bullshit not, too. <laughs> yeah, we're not super like we don't listen to the trash that they made. Yeah, we, like the trash that we make, we're we're very aware of. So it is a little bit you're looking back, and it's not exactly fair. Uh, yeah, in that y- way. you can't defend. Shake, 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 shake your booty. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't say it was yeah. all that good. <laughs> I think the '80s is the worst at decade for music, though. The 80s I think is the, the 80s worst is thing for trash. The 80s is the worst thing for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like movies were kind of lame. Yeah. And uh, it's it's like it's weird because like in the 60s and 70s there was like the, I think it was cuz the left is very counterculture and the left is predominantly who makes stuff. Yeah. Artists are liberal and stuff and, and I don't mean left is in democrat I mean left is in like liberal thinking people. Yeah. Uh and uh I think that they're all like reacting to Vietnam. They could be killed. Yeah. Uh, Nixon, they felt like, you know, this corrupt president, but by the eighties, even though Reagan was president and there was a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Uh, I felt like everybody was a little bit more content in the world. And I think like the art was like shitty. Yeah. I mean, there was an influx of, I, I think people had, I don't know if this is true, not poor people, poor people were feeling it, but like, I think there, the middle class was kind of comfortable yeah in the 80s and they had money so it was like oh look, good times and yeah i think in the beginning of the 70s where you see movies like the godfather the french connection the exorcist like really dark yeah. shit and then by the mid 70s people are getting over the watergate thing they don't want to be whatever and you see like star wars literally changes everything and yeah. it's like a happy ending movie and then blockbuster and then movies are just that from now on and it goes yeah. and it continues into the 80s where like sequels and like Rocky Two, um, is that the first blockbuster in the sense of like um, all of the shit surrounding it, like toys and shit? Because like, I mean, I guess there's Disney stuff, but um, when it comes to like blockbusters, because I know that Rocky made a bunch of money and people yeah. loved it, and it won like, Jaws. Whole, Jaws was okay. Jaws was, was the first blockbuster because that was the one that was like in theaters for a year and made a billion dollars or whatever it was wow. at the time. Yeah. And then Star Wars was, like, the one that was, like, holy shit, this is a thing now. Yeah. Which is weird because, like, now I feel like it must be, like, we. I think that there maybe things aren't as bad as we think it are presently because all of our art now is very much, like, yeah. comic books and, like, yeah. you know, like, fun shit. Like, our, like... Breaking Bad would be an example of like a guy who didn't get have health care, so you could yeah. almost be like, oh, someone wrote that and it was like yeah. indicative of the time, but that shit went away. You know that, that yeah. it's not exactly like every show's like that. You know, yeah, um, yeah, it's like the art now. I feel like it's very safe. It's very fun. It's very uh, non-threatening. It's well, very because <laughs> when you do anything that's threatening, you get you get shit on, and everybody asks for your head, and you should be canceled. Um, so, uh, who's calling? Did you just get a call too? No. Okay, never mind. Um, 
but uh yeah i don't know it, it's i think it's uh it's a weird weird thing i t- touched on it last week is like i wonder what our i wonder what people looking back to our time are going to be nostalgic about is it going to be like instagram and like selfies and stuff because we do have our own culture, but I feel like so much of our art is based off of our current nostalgia now that I'm wondering, like, what is going to be... Like I said, it like Quentin Tarantino's movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, depicts this very specific time in L.A., the late 50s into the 60s, basically, where the 50s are ending and the 60s are starting, right? Yeah. And like, that's such a specific time in our history, and, like, you're there and you feel like you're a part of it, but, like, where are we now that... It, it, like, is it just going to be movies about people who are just, like nostalgic about the shows they watch when they were kids you know what i mean like yeah it just seems weird it's such a dominating part of our culture is this nostalgia i don't know like it's just gonna be the remake of the lion king remake basically like (laughs) it just doesn't even make sense yeah we're like we're already remaking movies like it's so silly i'm sure once we get past this phase it'll be like people will be hungering for you know original stories and then the whole the thing will be like man remember when we made comic book movies. Those were fun. Instead of all this fucking dark, lame shit. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I think that, like, the minute you try to do anything a little bit interesting, like, n- either nobody wants to watch it or you get shit on, like, yeah. Chappelle special. Yeah. I wanted to like, talk about that. The minute he says, like, he does something completely different, like, he gets 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. You, you know what? You know what? That's the story that Chappelle has 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, 17 at this point. Um, which, by the way, isn't an indication of Rotten Tomatoes. It, Rotten Tomatoes is literally just an aggregate of all the reviews. And there was literally only five reviews of Chappelle's special, and they were all bad. So it got a zero. Um, but um, I, what annoys me about it, and, and this is what I, I, I wish the liberals – I just want to be like, you can't – be the man and counterculture at the same time yeah you you claim like they 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 play hopscotch between the two yeah where they think that they're the counterculture so they think that they they understand comedy and art and they're the ones who get it and it's for them but then at the other time they're this safe corporate yeah people who shit on anybody who thinks differently from them so liberals are so like the counterculture is actually dave Chappelle. yes who's pushing back against everything that the 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 culture is yeah. fronting right now and it's a huge countercultural at reaction in terms of like trump's countercultural yeah. uh you know these people uh, are like pushing back against the left and yeah. liberal mainstream culture and like you know not that there's a vast conspiracy but um liberals do shape our society better than conservatives do like liberals like people who are liberal classically liberal traditionally end up as more uh, educational based careers yeah uh news and media based careers and creative careers so literally our art our education and our news sources are all run by liberal people and it's not a conspiracy but that's kind of how it is so they they actually shape yeah, culture thought. now. Whereas back then, in like the fifties, like Walter Cronkite smoking a cigarette, he's probably yeah. like a fucking Republican. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. not like that anymore. Yeah, it's, it's not like not. that at all. Yeah, and it's true because like people think that like just because hippies in the sixties were left and that was co- countercultural doesn't mean you still are. You no, know what you're I mean? Not. It doesn't mean the left is still yeah. countercultural. I'm a liberal, but I'm just saying it's like it's not. It's just not that. It's not the same as it was. Just because you can't look at yourself in the context of history and like. And just think you're fitting into that because of what came before. It's like, I don't know. People don't really look at look at the context of anything yeah. in that way. Like, um, you got to look at like 
who was right and who was wrong back then. Yeah. And like, I mean, I'll give you that Trump. I don't think Trump is right, but I'm just saying it's like this mindset of like, you know, um, just from an existential point, it's just like canceling people and like dismissing people and cutting people down for an opinion you don't like that's not that's never been okay yeah and i think it's what we've been talking about and for this whole podcast and what Chappelle alluded to in the special is like your 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 heart's in the right place but you're going about it wrong yeah and he's right and it's so funny when he brought up that that joke about uh alabama he's like after i I told you that this me too and the shit was gonna go too far and you're not going about it in the right way and all of a sudden all these anti-woman laws started appearing up yeah and i was like damn i never really thought of it. yeah i never thought of it yeah yeah that's very true man it's true it's like when you go about it this way and you're a bully and you're taking people down and you're gonna push back get rid of due process well they're gonna try to get rid of yours yeah you know they're gonna be like well we're not gonna have you we're not gonna let you have your shit because you're just gonna fucking get us first basically and um yeah it was that was a really interesting point i I, it's i agree i mean it's and it's like to the point too where i we've created like we're living as millennials and like we've talked about it a few times is like the culture who can't grow up things like that and i think it's like one of the big things about millennials is like we're the culture where like it instantly like victim blaming is like a big thing yeah so like when you were a kid and you're a big asshole like they would give you medicine because it wasn't yeah. your fault like right. it all started there participation trophies all those cliche things that people list and talk about right but it kind of all started there and the, our parents were like it's not you and it's yeah and it's evolved into this you can't victim shame at all right like uh me and sarah got in a fight because uh she came home from work and the dog beavis got into something that yeah and uh destroyed it and i was like that really sucks I was like, but she left it on the floor. Uh-huh. So I just spent like, maybe we should just didn't leave anything on the floor. I even said we, you know, like, just saying, like <laughs> we should be more. Away. And it was like, yeah. oh, so it's my fault. And I was like, it's not your fault. <laughs> just saying, like, when you have a dog who's an idiot, yeah. we have two choices. It's either we can change our behavior or we can rely on him to change his. But he's an idiot. Yeah. So I think we should try to adjust our behavior. Now, to be fair, that hasn't worked because he just chews up other shit now. He's a yeah. fucking prick. So uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to do at this point but um it's like you if you even slightly suggest right uh that the person who was the victim of it is somehow to blame yeah. or could be somehow responsible or, so, yeah. or could have prevented it by being different it's oh it's this huge thing don't, right. don't yeah. say that and, and and i think that's the pro- it's like when the bullying thing yeah it's like the lesson of bullying was ne- was always we need to stop bullying and how about we need to stop being so bullyable yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. why are they bullying what are they saying about you your breath stinks okay this is what we're gonna do you're gonna brush your teeth and you're gonna have mints and then yeah. that shit goes away yeah like not everything i mean there's some shit you know oh you have crooked teeth uh, you have bad jeans man sorry that's really unlucky yeah we'll get you some braces i will try right. you know but like you're not gonna fix the problem until you uh you know realize that there is a problem or that you admit that there is one yeah so like going like so you know, someone's like, hey, your breath stinks. You're like, I'm going to fucking get you fired. Yeah. You know, that doesn't, that's not changing the problem. Yeah. And it's like, that's the issue is that it, it's, it's never about who's, t- it's never about accountability. It's always, right. about, it's their fault. They're the ones saying yeah. it. I'm fine. And it's yeah. like, no, dude, you need to brush your teeth. Like, <laughs> that, you know, he needs, he shouldn't be an asshole, right. but he's already an asshole. So yeah. we have two options. Either he can change who he is as a human being, which yeah. is not going to happen. 
or you can brush your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I think the easiest solution is for you to fix your flaw. Okay? Yeah. I really believe that. But you can't say that because then you're an asshole. Yeah. And you're like maybe we should be and it's like it, it kind of goes in with like the whole body acceptance thing and it's like i do think that there are crazy unrealistic standards that get propped up and people feel pressure to live up to them and that's not cool at all yeah but at the same time it's actually a medical <laughs> yeah reason to not be certain body types like it's not just about being teased or it's not just about uh you know being accepted it's 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 like literally it's it's a medical issue yeah and like that's why i'm trying to lose weight I, i'm not it's not because i'm trying to line up with society and like yeah. fit into the standard of beauty that gets put on tv i don't never i never think that way and i realize some of that subconscious and people don't realize they're doing it and they're doing it blah 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 whatever fuck but um yeah i just i don't i think that's like oh i don't have to lose weight it's not me it's society society, <laughs> society is just being a dick to me yeah, and they should yeah. stop i know it's like well, well i mean maybe I mean, you know it's well that's why i i love that he called it sticks and stones because yeah. and patrice o'neill used to say that all the time he's like it's six are we retiring sticks and stones, <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to sticks and stones. <laughs> like it, i mean it's just so true it's like um and even when you criticize somebody and they don't like it like if they know it's a valid point, they're still gonna go. Yeah, yeah, but you don't have to say it like that. Yeah, it's like, and that's really where PC politically correct language comes from, especially yeah. like workplace language. It, yeah, there's like HR seminars about all this about like words you're you can use and can't use. I remember reading this article where Apple employees aren't allowed to use um, the word like "I'm sorry" or, or something um, like a, Unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to use uh, um something else they yeah, have to use I'm like i don't remember what it is it's uh yeah it doesn't matter but yeah, yeah but it's, it's a like, workaround of that right but it's like it's so dumb it's, it's just so weird how much you have to protect people's feelings and i don't know it's like it's a thing where it's like humiliation has become like the worst thing that could ever happen to you yeah. in all of yeah time which is so weird because there's so many people trying to be comedians yeah which is like if you bomb, you're going to be humiliated. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Like, why? Would you? And it's to the point where it's like, I'm not bombing, actually. It's you guys yeah. just don't get these jokes. Yeah. To save yourself from humiliation. It's it's really bizarre. It, the whole thing's bizarre. You know what's bizarre? Like, I was just thinking about this at work today. I, I work for this guy who sells stuff. on. He's like an e-commerce guy. He sells a bunch of shit on the internet, basically. And this woman bought like $170 worth of merchandise and she wrote in her address. And this is how dumb she is as a human being. <laughs> Instead of writing in Alabama, she wrote in Albania. Okay. That's what she wrote in. Good. So we get this order and we like the people in the warehouse just get the fucking order. They, yeah. They, they took the sticker and they put it on top of the package and then they pack the package and then they send it out. And it's no gone. one's going like, does this person live in Albania? No one does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this person like messages us like, hey, where's my package? And I'm like, well, let me look it up for you. And I go, I looked at the address and I was like, Albania? Yeah. <laughs> so I go, what's your address? And she gave it to me. I was like, oh, well, you wrote Albania. And she's like, oh. And then it immediately went with, I was like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. So you ordered so much, like, yeah. we have a couple options here. We'll locate the package, and once we locate it and we can confirm that it's being returned to us, then we'll send you a replacement order or yeah. a refund. 
But then it was like she was like, "What do you?" And it and it's like you fucked up. Like yeah. this is where I like I'm starting to side with businesses. It's like you made the mistake. So right. why do we have to pay out of our pocket either yeah. losing all of that money or losing all of those merchandise or, or merchandise? Why do we have to take the L? Because you fucked up. You don't know your fucking address. Because the customer is always right. Yeah, Nick. it's always right. And then it's up to the business to be like fuck. Like that's just that's so unfair. It's not like it comes out of my paycheck, but at yeah. the same time, it's like. Who thought of that? Like, why does this lady feel entitled? Like, and they, they, whenever they message, they come in at a hundred. They're always like, yeah. oh, I'm going to fucking call this better business bureau. It's like, you don't even know us yet. Because the customer's talk- always right, man. It's, I've been saying it forever. It's like it's this fucking, worst. this mindset has, has made, it's permeated every aspect of our culture. And it's, that's why people think they can get people fired for stuff they don't like. Yeah. Because I'm a customer. Like, have you ever watched this channel? No, but I just demand an apology. Yeah. Like, the one of the things I've been thinking about lately is that, like, when somebody, if a tape leaks of someone saying something untort, un- yeah. whatever, un- you know, un-PC, and then everybody's like, oh, they got to be fired. It's like, you weren't supposed to hear that. That was for the people, like even to some degree, Trump with the grabbing by the pussy. Like that was a conversation for him and Billy Bush. He did. That wasn't a proclamation to America or Donald Sterling or well, yeah, like Donald Sterling. I'm like, granted, it's like, it's not cool what he said, but that's not, it's like, okay. If I make a joke to you in the group chat, it's, I'm making a joke, whatever I say. It's because I know you understand the context of I don't mean this. Yeah. So if I make a joke, if that joke comes out to the world and then they just see it, they're like, oh, he's making jokes about this. Yeah. It's like. That wasn't for that you. That wasn't for you. It's like, like. Someone stole that from me and showed it to you. Exactly. It would be like stealing my diary. Yeah. Or, you know, it, it's like it would be breaking into my house, stealing my laptop and then publishing the my notes. Right. You know, like, that's just a very unfair thing to do to anybody. Exactly. So it's like, I don't owe you an apology. The person who showed it to you owes you an apology. Yeah. Because they just wanted to see your face when you were hurt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how fucked up is that? They just wanted to see the it's, look on your face. It's like the Sony emails when that whole thing leaked. Yeah. If anybody had any fucking decency, they should have gone like, okay, it's being leaked. No one read it. Yeah. Well, no. Let's yeah, not do exactly. it. No one read it. We no one read it <laughs> yeah. because if we read it, it's going to create more of this shit. Right. And once we read it and we start going like, "What did Will Smith say?" <laughs> it, or whatever they said about Will yeah. Smith, whatever it was, that's when it becomes like, like it's it's that like that's just unfair. Now, if it's one of those like Pentagon Papers thing where somebody is working for the government and like they leak something because you know to the press, that's yeah. a little bit different because I feel like the. Sometimes the American people have a right to know certain things that are yeah. going on. Uh, but when it comes to personal shit, especially surrounding celebrities and people like that, there's no reason for it. There's right. nothing, no reason for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, I, that's a good point with the um, anything governmental stuff because essentially the government works for us. So we're, you know, it is your, yeah. you know, your employee, I guess. Yeah. So you can know that. But like, um, I just don't like this. I don't know. I don't like any of it. We're, we're a bunch of rats. It's like, yeah, yeah. If you see something, say something. It's yeah. like tell on everybody, and like that's what people do. They blow the whistle. They tell, um, and not. And again, I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about these leaks and shit, yeah. like Hillary's emails and stuff, whatever. But like, people are really fucking. People read those emails, and someone was. 
they said something about cheese pizza and they go yeah. cp child porn and they yeah they created they fabricated <laughs> a conspiracy theory because someone wrote cheese pizza in an email that was sent to Hillary yeah. or something. People are dead. Yeah. Because a bunch of people were nosy, which is crazy. And and here's the thing though, it's like who's not going to be nosy? Yeah. Like it's just, that's a human nature thing. Yeah. Like just to have information, I guess, yeah. that nobody's supposed to have yeah. for yeah. whatever reason. I get it. If there's gonna if someone puts pictures, um, Jennifer Lawrence's cell phone naked pictures on the yeah. internet, somebody's gonna see it. Yeah. Every people are gonna look. What, Some people aren't. By the way, I. I want to know about this. The fappening? Yeah. Is this basically leaked images of celebrities? Celebrities, yeah. So, That's so think terrible. They, it's fucking horrendously bad. I think so they do the, it every year, too. The, the Legion of Skanks guys? Yeah. Was it that, the podcast? I was listening to a oh, podcast, and they were like, oh, the fappening, and they started talking, and they're showing pictures of like all these celebrities, and I'm like, That's so fucked up. <laughs> like, Why do people think that they have the right to that? Uh, I mean, they definitely don't. It's it's actually pretty illegal, but it, the thing is, it's like once they're out there, they're out there, and people are just gonna see it. I don't know. There's like a thing. This is just a weird thing. People like to see somebody more successful than them naked. Well, of course you'd like to. <laughs> I'm not arguing about that impulse, but yeah. like the fact is that this is a terrible thing. Yeah. Like it would be one thing it'd be like, "Hey, uh do you want to see Jennifer Lawrence tits?" Yeah, great. Okay, so we have to kill a 9-year-old girl. <laughs> but if we do that, then we'll get the pictures. Is that okay? <laughs> no, of course not. That's terrible. So let's like take it a few steps back and be like, "Oh, somebody hacked into their shit and stole it from them." Yeah. And now I don't know. It just sounds funny. Dude, it, yeah, it's pretty terrible, man. It, it's really, really horrendous. And I wonder if, like, if we didn't care so much about privacy, would it matter? Like, if... Here's the thing. It's like, it only matters because we have, like, this weird thing about our naked bodies, right? Yeah. So if we didn't, it wouldn't mean there'd be no yeah. value to it whatsoever. Yeah. you just Th like, yeah. yeah there'd be no Me naked. Too movement if we didn't have all this weird baggage about sex. I know. That's true. Yeah. It's completely true. If, it, if we were just less prude about sex yeah. and people looked at sex as a very physical thing and not such an emotional thing. Right. I don't think anybody would give a shit about anything sexual. Yeah. Like, obviously, apart from brutal rape yeah. and shit. It's because uh, we're so repressed that we have all these weird power dynamics with it and all yeah. the, it's because it's such a big deal to us yeah that it becomes such a big deal yeah for these fucking weirdos to get it and it's just it's such a it's such a weird issue and it's such an a it's an issue we will not fix in my lifetime maybe when no, i'm 90 it'll never they'll happen. figure it out but like no no it's we're, just not because we're getting more prude uh, like in yeah. a way like we're more prude than we've been in a long time like, yeah i feel like our like i've said it before the culture coming up behind us the generation behind us is way more conservative than we are yeah they're concerned about the language you use they're concerned about all this shit yeah like they're very much conservative people they're very restricted on language restricted on policy restricted on everything and they want a safe space and they want they're very 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 conservative people they don't realize it yeah because conservative is a word that's tied to political policies do you think they'll grow out of it do you think that's like a, a i don't know that's interesting because we talked about you made a great observation about what is our midlife cultures or midlife yeah. crisis are going to look like i wonder if the generation below us being so prude and stuff if when they turn 50 they're just gonna go fucking wild yeah they might like it'll be the opposite of us where um 
like they might go fuck they might be like the opposite of everybody rape (laughs) (laughs) this is how the purge started yeah uh because the boomers were the opposite the boomers were nuts growing up and then when they got to be older they all of a sudden were like dare yeah you know say no to drugs don't do all the fun shit we did yeah yeah, yeah. terrible um maybe these people would be the opposite where literally when they turn 50 they're just fucking sucking and fucking and suck everything (laughs) fuck everyone quick communes and (laughs) just sex parties and shit yeah yeah i wonder i i it's gonna be a it's gonna be a bizarre time i mean you don't know if any of these stories are true but you see these stories get published that like kids are having less sex than ever yeah and uh i also wonder how much that has to do with porn being so like yeah because we were i'm i'm 31 you're 33 yeah and we've talked about this briefly before though but about like you know porn growing up and like yeah it wasn't until a certain age where we had porn accessibility and even then it was not even crazy compared to what we have now with you know high-speed internet every kid now from nine years old has that shit. yeah so i'm they're just masturbating and shit i think that probably fucks with you like yeah no no doubt it definitely warps the way you feel about sex from a young age there's just no way who's making these sex robots is it our generation uh no it's gonna be like one or two generations down they're gonna have to make them because like sexual harassment will be such a big deal that they're like we're <laughs> done with women just <laughs> we're gonna fuck robots that don't care yeah because they don't fucking tell <laughs> <laughs> they don't narc but you see these pictures like people post them up on in- the internet and stuff like these super crazy realistic looking sex dolls yeah like is, is our generation creating those uh, or is it the generation below it? It has to be ours because we're starting it probably, yeah. and then like it's gonna go on. Why does that like you're, you're fucking robotics, and the first thing you think about is fucking. You know what I mean? Like you're in, the only, you're, you're in robotics class, and you're learning about all this fucking crazy robotics, and then all of a sudden you're like, how can I fuck it? Like that's where you, <laughs> like I don't do that with food. Like I love to cook, but I'm not like okay, I need to make a lasagna that I can fuck. Because <laughs> like, that's what every because everybody thinks about that. It's just you. I don't know. It's it's why it's why anybody does anything. You get yeah. a nice, you get a good job, so you can get a girl and whatever. Yeah. It's a great, great Chappelle joke from his first special. Where he's like, if a man could fuck a woman in a cardboard box, he wouldn't buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, men don't have nice things because they like nice things. <laughs> men have nice things because they know women like nice things. Yeah, but um, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, they're definitely going to be sex robots. And they wouldn't have to be, again, if we weren't so weird about sex at all. And it's like, I said that we're, like, it's going to, it's not going to be my generation. It's not going to be, like, maybe when I'm 90, the generation will be figuring out, like, how to get over our weird puritanical sex shit. Yeah. Because we were watching this movie, that movie Ma. Mm -hmm. And at some point, they show a guy's dick. Mm -hmm. And my fiance just goes like, uh, oh my god they're showing a dick in this movie <laughs> like you know what i mean she's yeah. not like she's not used to seeing dicks in movies yet yeah. you know what i mean i'm not used to seeing dicks in movies yet so yeah. it's still we're still a ways away yeah that's true you've only seen a couple yeah jason siegel is actually the bravest man in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> what other big star and i'm considering him a big showed star just showed his dick have any I don't know. He's the only one. Good I heard the the um what's it called the rewatchable podcast about Gone Girl, and they mm-hmm. mentioned that Affleck had side dick. But I was like, uh, I never saw that. Uh, yeah, I kind of remember. remember that. I do remember this weird movie that came out with uh, Jason Schwartzman. 
uh, and uh, okay, yeah, where they were like the neighbors or something, and the neighbors were all free sexual people. Yeah, but apparently they, sh- they showed Jason Schwartzman's dick, but apparently it was a prosthetic dick. Yeah, so <laughs> fucking lame, bro. What a dude. Show your real shit. Yeah, show your shit, bro. If you're going to do it, put it out there. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> thought you were a Coppola. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I wonder, too, like, we're in the birth of, like, you know, female power. The future's female and stuff. When does it circle back around? Like, <laughs> like, no, to the future's male, bitch. <laughs> no, like, to, like, the James Dean, handsome, romantic, rugged, you know, a little bit Oh, when all the touchy. guys... When all the guys act exactly how women want, and yeah. then they're, they're like, all oh, these guys are fucking lame. Where's <laughs> like that one dude who yeah, like, yeah. fucking doesn't care about me? Who's a little too handsy. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> Grab my ass in front of my dad, you know, like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, women th- do like that a little bit, though. It's weird, man. Women, like, you could never walk up to a woman and call her a slut, but yeah. I'm pretty sure every woman I've ever had an intimate relationship with has liked it when we were having sex for me to call them dirty names like that. Mm-hmm. It's weird that, like, you have to get to know them before you can disrespect them. <laughs> oh <my laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's, it's, it's weird because it just means that they want it, yeah. but only from. A, sh- a safe person yeah you know what i mean it's, it's really strange well it's like that thing i was telling you before it's like i will say the worst stuff in the group chat yeah but that's because we understand the context yeah, of, of all of us so yeah. it's like the same thing it's like you can't you know you can't be called a slut by somebody who has no context with you i guess yeah yeah i was th- i was working on like an idea joke idea where basically like men and women both have domination in mind just men's domination is a little bit more simple. Mm-hmm. Like men's domination will be like, um, like sexually, it's always like the cliches, like come on on faces, yeah, and yeah, shit yeah. like that. And uh, women dominate you like where they all of a sudden you realize that everything you're wearing they bought for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're just like I'm just like their fucking yeah, Ken doll. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're literally shaping everything I get. <laughs> and the fucking people I'm hanging out with, I'm like, "Where? That's really know. funny." <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? All of a sudden you're a different person. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, cuz they and I think um I think Andrew Schultz has his bit or something where it's like women value sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Like any Anything you do that you do like as a sacrifice to yourself is they view as like love to them. So it's like if you don't hang out with your guy friends and hang out with them, they're like, oh, my God, he loves me because he's doing something he hates for (laughs) me, which is like, no, (laughs) that's fucked up. Yeah. So anytime you do anything that you don't want to do for your girl, like, can you can you hang out with my friends? And you're like, oh, I don't want to. Can you do it? Do it for me? All right. And then you do it and they're like, thank you for doing that or whatever. That's like love to them. Yeah. But like, I've never, I've never in my life been like, hey, Natasha, you want to come hang out with my friends? Never (laughs) once. I've never needed her to be there. Yeah. I I think it's like pretty indicative of how friends are where like uh, Jordan Rabel went out of town and he's like, can you watch my car for me while I'm away? And you can use it. So basically he trusted me with his brand new car. Yeah. Well, that's how close of friends we are that we can trust each other with shit like that. And then I realized that he went somewhere. I didn't even know where he was going. Yeah. So it's like, we're not like, we're not close in the sense that like, we know every small detail about each other's lives. Yeah. But we're like, where it matters. Yeah. Like, you know, like you always tell like a friend, um, I think this is a good indication is like a friend who you'd be willing to bar- uh, lend money to. Yeah, sure. 
like I would lend money any of these people in our group chat if yeah. they were like, dude, something happened, I need a yeah. hundred bucks or whatever, I'd be like, it's yours. Yeah. And I would never have any doubt about it. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like women will be super close to someone and then not have that ability to be that close. Yeah. Where they'll like know everything about what they're doing currently and know where they got the shoes that they're you know what I mean? Like yeah, shit like yeah. that. But it's more like superficial, I think. Yeah, but like I'll tell like Natasha told me about her day or I'll tell her about you or somebody or one of my friends and she'd be like, Oh, how's Callis doing? I was like, I don't know. Like <laughs> Good, I think. I, yeah, <laughs> She's I, like, You don't know? I, I was like, Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Or like somebody like, um, oh yeah, I think Andre has a girlfriend. And you're like, yeah. Oh, how what's she like? I was like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know nice probably is, she, is he coming to your wedding by the way i think so yeah is he coming is he bringing his girlfriend i don't know so i i sent him an rsp and i was like you can bring your girl and then he rsvp just by himself yeah i think he I might have like, rsvp by himself i was like all right maybe they're not there yet i mean i, I just wanted know. to extend it to be polite i've never yeah. met her before i'm happy you know yeah. well actually at this point we're pretty much locked yeah <laughs> so no yeah, I bet. <laughs> you can't come <laughs> yeah i uh that's how it's getting for us like we gotta nail this down Sometimes like we're we were talking before on the on the wedding uh, with our wedding planner on the phone, and like sometimes it's just easier to to speed things along for like one of us just to opt out of having an opinion about it. Yeah. Like we're, like I get, we were talking about like the bouquet or something and like mm-hmm. the logistics of throwing the bouquet and then I was like Nick, what do you think? I'm like, what? what, what? <laughs> no, Why? Why? Doesn't matter. What is what am I yeah. going to say that's going to be helping? This? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to speed things up. Like, like you right. have a real opinion about it? Yeah. I actually think we should get a blue bouquet because. <laughs> <laughs> the toiling motion will look supreme. And then we were talking about like the bars, the logistics of the bar, because I'm basically in charge yeah. of the bar. And I'm like, I realize that I'm not asking, like, what do you think? Because I'm like, let's just get it done. Like, yeah. I know I've worked in bars. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it'll be fine. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just trying to get it done in that angle. And it's sometimes I just think that's just the fundamental difference between men and women. Yeah. Also, though, like the thing is, I'm also thinking like a dude because I'm like, you know, when, when stuff like that comes around, I'm like, who's going to be thinking about that? Who's going to be looking at that? Like where yeah. stuff like that comes on and like, oh, we have these special napkins that are for yeah. or whatever. And like, I guess girls will notice that. But yeah. like, I, like, I know, like, Andre's not going to care. I tried to tell Sarah that about like, is I was like, the only people who are going to be at Christian's wedding and my wedding are literally my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what Andre doesn't care about that. Yeah. I promise you. He yeah. doesn't care. I know. But, uh, you know, everybody gets competitive and, like, weird and it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a whole thing. It's super – I don't know. It's I'm, like, two weeks away, which is crazy. Uh, dude, it We're is. Like it's coming right up, 19 man. days away. I looked at less. mine and I was like, yeah, because I'm two weeks after you. And I'm like, holy shit, man. Yeah. It's kind of weird. You ready? Yeah, I think. I mean, this. <laughs> I haven't really gave it much thought because, like, I, I've always was like, we live together. We have yeah. two animals together, like – we're pretty much married in terms of like the day to day of it. Yeah. So I don't really think anything's really big of a change, you know, outside of that. How about you? I mean, is it like dawning on you that like I'm going to have a wife or something? Uh, I think so. Like once we got the rings, I was like, oh shit, I'm going to be wearing this ring. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I'm really worried about is that fucking, I heard that like the number one cause of people losing their finger is because of wedding rings. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, fuck that, man. I'm <laughs> really scared. Don't do anything yeah. know, where that would happen. <laughs> yeah, just don't yeah, do don't, wood don't be, shop yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't work in a construction company. Or um, but yeah, no, it's 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 going to be fun. The wedding itself is going to be amazing. It's going to be like a fun time. Nice. I'm like, I got to get my speech together. I know what I want to do, but I'm like, you know, got to put you it You have together. to make a speech? Yeah, I'm going to make a speech. Oh, okay. Are I, you? I wasn't planning on it. Not at mine, but... Yeah, like, I, I mean, I just wasn't, I wasn't 
planning on it. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Are we supposed to? Is that like a thing? I don't yeah, know. yeah. I think you're supposed to. The groom's supposed to say, hey, thanks, everybody, for coming. Okay. Take, I'm sure, you know, comic, just say a couple jokes, make a couple yeah. funny things. and then That's good. That's enough. I feel like I could just riff that in the moment. <laughs> yeah, you probably can. <laughs> that's one thing about being a comic. It's pretty nice. Yeah, you could just, like, make up some shit. Yeah, yeah. Have a couple of things you want to say. Yeah. A couple of grandpa jokes. Yeah. For the old timers. Yeah. So I was, I, um, I, so I'm, we're doing a little bit different. We're like the only, only me and Sarah are going to be up at the altar or whatever. We're not, we're going to, we have like groomsmen, like your groomsmen and Callis is a groomsmen are my brothers and my friends, but they're not going to be really part of the ceremony. I just yeah. feel like it's, you know, like with what we're doing, it's just easier for that because Sarah would have like four and I would have 11. Yeah. <laughs> so like it just doesn't make sense aesthetically. Yeah. And we're doing it pretty small. So we don't actually need like usher, you know, like sometimes there's ushers and shit like that. But I was like, we still need to do a speech. And I was like, who's going to do my speech and i was like between you and callus and i was going to pick one of you yeah. and i realized that like with all of the shit that you have to do i was like i should just ask callus because he doesn't have anything to do yeah <laughs> but i mean so i just asked callus like the yeah. other day i was like do you want to do the speech yeah and i assumed he would say yes only yeah. because i i was like i would love christian to do it too i don't know how to do it. i don't know how to yeah. incorporate it that's why i didn't pick a best man i was like i don't know how right on yeah i'd be happy to do it if you want me to yeah um it was uh yeah it's, it's oh my brother's gonna make a speech because he's yeah. the best man so it's just like I don't know. That's pretty much it. Uh, I mean, one of her, like a male member of her family, is gonna make a speech. Then I think her mom. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I don't. I think I'm basically representing my family, and that's it. And it's, it's enough with the speeches. Yeah. Our yeah. our shit is gonna be like the res- the ceremony is gonna be like 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> everything else is gonna be really quick, and then it's just gonna be a party. Yeah, that's how we're gonna do it too. It's funny because like I we met our uh, wedding officiant. She's this like cool like Brooklyn girl or whatever. Yeah. And it's like we're not incorporating any religion or any of that yeah. shit in it. And um, I was talking about her, and I was basically gotten to get to the skinny of like, how long is this gonna be? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it might be like fifteen minutes. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's awesome. It's pretty like, good. I hate that. Like, I went to a friend, and a really good friend of mine, but they they were, they were Catholics, so they had a mass. Uh, and I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding. We had to yeah. go up there and fucking eat a Trisket or whatever. Like, <laughs> this is so dumb, dude. What? It, why do we have to get Jesus involved with this? Yeah. It's so weird. And it's then just, he does a sermon that's not about yeah. you guys at yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't care, dude. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's gonna be. I think I'm. I think yours is gonna be more fucking fun than mine. <laughs> I think um, mine's gonna be like a lot. Maybe gonna be, I, there's I, gonna be too many people. You think so? I How think many so. people are coming to yours? One seventy-eight or oh, something shit. like that. It's a ton of people. Yeah, we're about one fifteen yeah. right now. It's it's gonna be a lot, and the, I don't think I'm gonna enjoy it in the day. I I will enjoy it, yeah. but I, I just don't think like I'll have time. For How many people anything. are coming that you've never met? <sighs> so many. Yeah, that sucks. So many. Yeah. Like people, like my mom's friends, and I'm like, why are you coming? Yeah. Who? Why would you want to be involved? <laughs> it's so weird. Like I've said, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've I've given invitations to like, you know, like comics and stuff, and they're like, oh, oh, cool, like that. And then like other people, like regular people, have been like, oh my god, I'm so honored that you would invite <laughs> me. I'm like, what? Really? Like I just yeah. don't. I don't know. I I mean, I had friends off the list I had to get rid of. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to get it, like, 
to the point where it was like people who I interact with on a day to day. Really? Yeah. You know, and like, and um, Sarah has more people come than I do. It's pretty normal, I think. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know where we, we were worried that we would be, cause our venue kind of capacity is right around that 115, 120. Yeah. And at one point we had like, we were thinking like 135 was going to be, then we're like having panic attacks, but like how we're going to fit everybody in this fucking place. Yeah. But it ended up being good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's, I'm hoping somebody doesn't come out of the woodwork and be like, hey, <laughs> yeah, uh, just uh, I'm RSVPing right now. I'm like, no, dude, please don't. Yeah, yeah nah, it's literally sorry. like you're you, you 200 can't. bucks. <laughs> That's just, yeah, <laughs> you can't come. You can't I'm sorry. Come. Yeah, I'm uh, excited about yours too, man. It's gonna be so much fun. Um, we're doing like you're doing like a uh, we're doing a rehearsal dinner like the night uh, yeah. before, but it's just like intermediate family and yeah. we're doing like pizza. Oh, nice. It's like the only thing that's in the budget. And yeah. like, I also like once you start because I only invited people who I wanted to come to the wedding who were really important to me. So yeah. when I start coming up with a rehearsal dinner list of people, it was literally all the people. Who invited yeah. the wedding. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know how to do this. Man. Yeah, I, just, I don't know what to do. So they just said family only. I was like, OK, whatever. Yeah, and it just kind of sucks that, you know, my friends are going to be there. But whatever. What do you yeah, think? it's a, it was one of those things with us. It's just like it's just everybody who's in the wedding. Because you have, it's the rehearsal dinner is an actual rehearsal. You yeah. have to rehearse that part. Yeah. And then like, and then it just became everybody who's flying in. Yeah. So everybody's flying in is just like, what else are they going to yeah. do for the, yeah. the night before? Yeah. So that's whatever. I'm just really excited to like eat food because yeah. I can't, haven't like eaten anything for nah, a while. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it's, it's I had to terrible. go in and get refitted for my, your suit for my wedding because oh, they yeah? told me to come in and if I lost any more weight and I did. Yeah. And I went down like a shirt size and a neck size and they just oh, really? like punched me in the computer and I'm like, it's fine. So shit. I was like, that's good. Because <laughs> I just bought a suit for your wedding. Oh, yeah. And I have to like, I was looking at it because I went to like one of those places they suit, they fit you. I, yeah. I got fitted a while ago when I was looking for my suit for the wedding. And then I was like, oh, I went to a different place. So then I went back to the second place or whatever. And uh, I looked at all my measurements. I was like, oh, shit, I lost a ton of weight since then. <laughs> this is not going to be good. It's going to be like hanging off me or whatever. But I'm sure once it comes in, I can get it fucking altered. I, from what I understand, and I'm hoping this is the case, that you can always get it taken in a little. Yeah, it's easier yeah. to take it in than you can't take it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping that too because my wedding suit I got fitted for it in July and since then I've lost like 21 pounds. Oh wow! So um, it's gonna be a little bit. I'm gonna be swimming in it if I can <laughs> take it in. So I'm hoping I can take it in. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know how you're supposed to do that because like I'm I'm trying to lose weight and like do I really go okay stop losing weight? Yeah. <laughs> and then try to start losing weight again. Like I, yeah. once you get into a groove, you have to keep in because right. as soon as you get out, you're done. I know. And then you need months to get back in. I know that's the problem. Like because we're getting married, then it's like two weeks, and I think it's your wedding, right? Yep. It's two weeks after your um our wedding. And Italy. So it's like, and then we go to Italy. So yeah. I'm like, do I continue to eat? well for those two weeks <laughs> because the wedding will have already ruined yeah. the diet right oh, of course so do i continue or just keep going yeah in which case it's like by the time i get back from honeymoon it's like it's over like yeah, i'm yeah. 300 pounds again <laughs> <laughs> just fucking job of the hut just my shirt bigger off. than me i don't know just constantly like <sighs> yeah i just breathe heavy everywhere Unfe unhealthy food is better 
than healthy food in every single aspect other than it kills you. Yeah. Like if you do a, a diagram of each one and you have like a pros and cons list, it's literally healthy. Unhealthy food is cheaper, more accessible, way more delicious. Yeah. Uh, more fun to eat. Emotionally, yeah. you can eat it. If you're having a bad day, you can fucking emotionally yeah. eat something and it makes you feel so much better. Yep. Like the only thing healthy food has on is that you get it's to live longer. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's, all. That's it. And if it's one of those things where you don't value your life, like yeah. there's no point. Like I get why people people are like i don't give a fuck what am i i'll die yeah. at 50 who cares like my life's garbage yeah <laughs> it's way more fun to just eat whatever you want like i see the way that jordan eats and lance weiss eats I, like I, when I they imagine eat, they eat in a way that's like they're constantly with every bite they're constantly telling themselves like it doesn't have to be good doesn't have to be <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have to yeah. taste good yeah. it's just healthy i think like that's like the key to losing weight is that you just have to not care what food tastes like exactly <laughs> that's yeah. the most important aspect if yeah. you can just eat a head of lettuce and be like, yeah, yeah. that was all I needed for you the just nutrients. Burn your taste buds off. Yeah, it, might as well. Yeah, it's. T I'm, I'm doing it in a way where I can still have stuff. I just have to, yeah. you know, whatever. But it's yeah, it's tough. It's it's, it's hard. But um. Yeah, I've just given up like bread and shit. Yeah, which is like that. That's the most effective one. It, it really works is. To eat. It's the fastest. It's the immediate result. Mm -hmm. It's it's the best. The only I so I lost like I did this like two years ago. Was it two years ago, man? Yeah, less like 25 pounds yeah. uh, doing keto. Mm -hmm. And I went on vacation. And we were basically like, I went to my brother's wedding and I saw photos of me in a suit. And I go, Jesus Christ, Nick. <laughs> so from that day after that, I went low carb all the way up until my vacation to where I went to Maine. Yeah. And as soon as I went to vacation, it was like, fuck this. And I'm yeah. just pounding beers, eating of lobster course. rolls. And I swear to God, I gained like 12 pounds just on that trip. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, that's so, like, that's the only flaw of the keto diet is like, yeah. as soon as you say, all right, fuck that. And you start eating shit it's again. It's over. Yeah, it's over. It's crazy over. Cause I started, I think after my bachelor party, I was almost at like 201 or something, which mm -hmm. is the heaviest I've probably ever been. Mm -hmm. Never been over 200 pounds. Yeah. And now I think I'm like 183. Wow. So, like, Jesus. I still got some gut and a little bit of titties, but. He <laughs> <laughs> was 18 pounds? That's yeah, yeah. awesome, dude. So, I'm like, yeah, but it's this fucking stupid keto thing. And yeah. now we got into the point where Tasha's on it, too. So, it's like, it's easier when there's somebody else with you. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, That's we've gotten true. to the point where we're buying, buying like, keto pancake mix and <laughs> shit. Like, we're, we're about to break. Yeah, yeah. That's when you know you're about to break <laughs> when you're eating fucking keto pancakes i went to uh this website that has keto bagels so oh i bought these god. keto everything bagels dude they taste like cardboard <laughs> oh my god it, like it takes so long to swallow them oh jesus and uh we're just kind of sitting there like i i think i posted on instagram just being like you know what it's close enough <laughs> you basically just have to go like fuck it i'm just not gonna be happy yeah it is funny how like immediately it makes how good it makes you feel when you eat bad shit yeah it's weird though because too like it's almost like a hangover though it's like yeah. when you're when you're out having a good time and you're drinking beers and stuff you're having such a good time in the moment but the hangover is so bad afterwards yeah um but that's how food is too it's like i don't know how many like i would eat awful dude. Yeah. every meal like three times a day terrible yeah all, all, every meal and it's like after every meal that's how you know like you're if after every meal you need a nap <laughs> that's, that's when you know you're bad you're yeah. in a bad situation where you're like i need to sleep that off <laughs> yeah i just feel like i wouldn't eat i would always think that i wasn't eating that bad but then i would look back and be like you're just eating too much of yeah. 
whatever you were eating. Yeah, it's tough too because that's what serving <clears throat> sizes are. Like, yeah, serving sizes are fucking retarded. <laughs> yeah, serving huge. sizes are crazy. Like yeah. when you look at like, oh, have a cup of ice cream or whatever. It's a, yeah, and you just see how much a cup actually is. You're like, dude, that's fuck it? this. Yeah, yeah, that's really funny. I do that in the morning where I measure out exactly two tablespoons a half and a half for my coffee. <laughs> and I was like, I used to just put 15 in it. Of course. I like really creamy coffee. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's tough. I, my breakfast literally nowadays is uh, apple, a little yogurt cup that's 80 calories, and yeah. a coffee with two tablespoons a half and a half. That's it. Sounds It's awful. like a 180 calorie breakfast. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was telling Jordan that the way I've been like not eating bad is Whenever I want something like and some bad food, I just go like I'm about to grab it. And I'm like, oh, does Piggy Boy want a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> Piggy Boy needs a little treat, and then I shame myself into not wanting it. Uh, that's really kind of works. I wonder how much shame is one of those things too that like, like as much as like Jordan and Brett will make fat jokes, it's never motivated me <laughs> to try to lose weight. I if know. anything, it's the hindrance. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to give them credit, so I'm not going to lose weight because I don't want them to be able to take credit for it. Were you a sports kid? Did you play sports? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, actual teams? Yeah, like, yeah. Which coaches and stuff? I played stuff? football like as a kid, and I played basketball as a kid. But when the coach was like, was like, Wimmer, step it up, were you like, fuck you? Or yeah, were you, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's uh, why. Because you so, go, yeah. they probably were like, fuck this coach, I'm going to work harder spite him whereas yeah. like i th- feel like you and i would go like fuck it i'll work less yeah i'll show <laughs> you. you you think i suck now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's your team yeah. idiot <laughs> that yeah i hated that dude <clears throat> i hated it i played for this football team where our coaches yelled at it we were fucking like 10 and yeah our coaches screamed at us like they were mike dicka and i'm like this is bitch, fuck fuck you like i still think about fucking beating the shit out of those people yeah Ugh, it's the worst it's not how you motivate. Like, that's the thing about being a coach or being any type of teacher is, like, everybody has their own specific motivations. And you have to try to figure out what works for everybody. Yeah. But I just remember, like, when I was playing football in high school, like, like everybody to get ready for the game would just be jumping up and down and going, oh, yeah. And I'm just like, dude, can we not do this? Like, yeah. are you not ready yet? Like, like we're going to go play. But, like, why do you need <laughs> to do this to, like, get ready? Like, Yeah, I don't know. I've never been that dude. hate it. I'm, like. I'm like kind of competitive, but not like. Yeah. I don't know. It's. Yeah. It's not like that. That's never been the motivation, though. But. Yeah, me either. I mean, I'll scream at like a fucking when I'm playing video games or something. Yeah. Like, but uh. Someone going like, "Oh, you're a pussy if you don't make the shot." I'm like, "All right, I don't <laughs> give a shit what you." Care. You want me to make the shot though? Like, That's yeah, why you're saying it. Your so life is terrible. If I miss the shot, it actually yeah. fucks with you more. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? It's like you can't read. Yeah. Like oh, I don't care what you think. It's one thing if the team, the the team you're playing against says something like that. Where yeah. You, you might be like, "Oh, well, I'll show you," but when it's like your coach, you're like, you're like, you, like you said, it's your team, you idiot. <laughs> like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, that's never been a, my motivation, man. I, I hated football, dude. Football practice was the worst. Yeah, that's what I feel like. NFL football players—the reason why they get paid so much money is because they have to go to football practice. <laughs> <laughs> football practice fucking sucks. Yeah, it's the worst. I used to get butterflies just going to football, not for a game. Oh yeah, for football practice, I would have butterflies. I I fucking my, hated it. My brother was a high school wrestler, so one year I decided I was like, oh, I'll try out or whatever, and I did like a week of it. A week of their practice, and I was like, I had the exact same thing. All day, I was like dreading the idea of going to practice because, like, it's going to be so fucking hard, and I'm going to hate it so much. Like, I hate it. I yeah. hate it. Yeah. Every second of it, I hate. And then I was just like, fuck this. It's just, like, not for me at all. 
Yeah, I remember at every football practice, I would just chill on the outskirts of every group, like whenever any drill was happening. <laughs> and like there was sometimes like at the beginning of camp where they tried to like they they like usually they would be like everybody has a turn go through. Yeah. Uh, but at this certain portion of camp, they were basically as a test. They were just like, let's see who's who's enthusiastic about going in the drill. And I yeah. just didn't go in one time. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember them going like, I remember going like, yeah, that's probably a mistake. Yeah. They know that I have no desire to play now because <laughs> I didn't. But it's like, if we played a game, I would have fun. But yeah. this practice sucks. I remember being six and being on a soccer team. And I was like, I hated it because it was Saturday mornings. And I just want to watch cartoons. Yeah. And uh, so I remember I would just always just stand off on the sidelines and just like, I remember I used to do a joke about it. It was like where the coach actually literally said, hey, Christian, if the ball comes, you just kick it to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I, I, I didn't think about it at the time, but I was like, yeah, it's a good, good idea. Yeah, that is a good <laughs> and they were just like, just like stand here and with the ball, like they would put me off to the sides and I would just watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> But it was just like I just didn't care. I didn't want to be a part of it. I was I was like prideful though because I was like, our team's undefeated. I was like, I didn't do anything though. Yeah, all season. I remember I was playing my freshman year, and like playing catch is so much fun. I I love to play catch now. But we're doing these drills where like you had to like run across the field and catch the ball. And if you drop the ball, they would yell at you, and you had to drop down and do twenty push-ups. And I was like, "Oh, you ruined catch!" Yeah, <laughs> like, like we could just catch. We yeah. could just play catch right now, and yeah. then we could all catch the. But you somehow found the way just to take the fun away from it. We just like it was yeah. terrible. We could get better by just trial and error instead yeah. of fucking no. punishment. Yeah, no, but you're just gonna fucking yell at us and make us do up downs because your dad fucking yeah, yeah, <laughs> did exactly. that to you. So fucking. And now you're a coach. Yeah. You're not a player. Fucking loser. I don't know. Bitch. Anyway, I think that's probably good, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think we did the job. We solved it all. We solved it all. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Peace. Um, usual spiel. Give us five stars, please. We really need it. I think we got a couple. I need to go look again. Yeah. If you give us five stars, I really appreciate it. But if you didn't, you're a piece of shit. So go, hey. go do that right now. Okay? I'm talking about you, Jake. I don't know. <laughs> I hope it's a dude named Jake. I, I know. I hope we have one listener. He's like, fuck. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> they know. <laughs> All right. Peace. See ya.